We've seen it in the films like Wizard of Oz and Twister, the houses that miraculously survive a powerful tornado. They make for great special effects moments, but in reality, they are as unbelievable as they are improbable. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History from the Weather Network in Canada. It's best to hit the storm cellar if you see one a-coming because you never know where you might end up in this atmospheric game of roulette. It's a game of chance today on This Day in Weather History. On Sunday, March 3rd, 2019, 41 tornadoes broke out across the southeastern United States. They were powerful, and we will get into the details. But let us now go back to where it all began. March 1st. The Storm Prediction Center got a good beat on the projected path when they narrowed the region and issued an enhanced risk warning across areas of southeastern Alabama and southwestern Georgia. March 2nd. The SPC, the Storm Prediction Center, issued risk advisories, upgrading this now to a warning. Difference between a watch and a warning? A watch is where you watch the television to see the live coverage of the storm's potential. There has been a risk issued, so that means there is enough evidence to suggest that this could happen. All the ingredients are there, but it has not shown any signs of happening yet. When a warning replaces that, it means that the ingredients have come together, and we have a certainty that the event is either imminent or already occurring. This area in the south was now warned that tornadoes were likely. This is where you turn up the volume of the television as loud as it can go so that you can at least still hear the news. But you head to the storm cellar, basement, or inside room with no windows. Bathroom is always number one in apartments and condos. And remember to bring pillows or a mattress to protect yourself from any flying debris that may occur. Remember that this day in weather history can be enjoyed a number of ways. Right now, you're listening to the full version of the podcast on your favorite podcast provider. But there is also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective. And oftentimes, they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go and check out the podcast video short on television or online at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. On the morning of March 3rd, the center of an upper-level low was spinning like a top, guided and fueled by a strong jet stream ripping over northern Ontario and heading towards James Bay. For the center to be there, the surface features must have been amazingly strong and fierce. The first of, get this, 41 tornadoes broke out around dinner time, 5 minutes to 7 p.m. local in Chatham, Alabama. But a lot happened next. Over six hours... Tornadoes ranging from EF0 to EF4 on the enhanced Vegeta scale tore across Alabama, Georgia, Florida, and South Carolina. This onslaught resulted in 23 deaths and 103 additional injuries, along with a line of damage that always boggles my mind as to how rebuilding actually gets done when you see the images of what little is left behind, because normally there's nothing. Not on this day in weather history. I'm getting to it. There was one EF4 that started off just west of Beauregard, Alabama that went for 1,500 meters. That's a kilometer and a half. And it also traveled at a blinding 110 kilometers per hour. That's close to 60 miles per hour. It was a very violent tornado. It ripped across two whole states. This is where the tornado tore through a subdivision in Waverly Hill, Georgia during one part of the EF2 damage. 
in today's accompanying podcast video short that you can see on TV in Canada on the Weather Network or online at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history, you will see aerial photos of the destroyed perimeter before and after the tornado hit. Now somehow there, among all the rubble, you will be stunned at how a tornado completely missed one home in the middle of hundreds of downed trees. It is the most unbelievable and improbable image you will probably ever witness. But unlike the movies about tornadoes, this one really happened this day in weather history. Hey, do you like the podcast? We'd love to hear from you. If you have an idea, go right now to wherever you're listening to me and rate us if you would, please. It's on a five-star system and we would love as many stars as you can afford. So rate us, but then also review us. This way we can always stay on top of how you'd like to see the show evolve. Then remember to subscribe to this podcast. Click the subscribe or follow button right there on the very same podcast homepage you're listening on. You'll be immediately reminded that the next day is ready to listen to, and you also have access to every episode in the archives. It dates back to June 1st of 2020, so there is a lot that we got to get caught up on on this day in weather history. Tomorrow is March 4th, and we will revisit Canada's worst avalanche disaster in history. We will be looking back in time to the 1910 Rogers Pass avalanche that happened just outside Revelstoke in the Selkirk Mountains of British Columbia. And if you're like me and thinking, but there were no cars back then, you would be right. There were trains. Now you're getting it. Be here tomorrow to find out how this played out on This Day in Weather History with me, your host, Chris May.